Did you become a beauty business owner to take control of your life, have more freedom, and make more money only to realize it takes way more time and money than you were expecting to run the show? Maybe you see plenty of clients in your chair each day, but you don't know how to pay yourself. Maybe you're just getting started and want to be totally certain that you set yourself up for success right out of the gate. Maybe the view from your parking lot screams booming business, but behind the scenes, you know the financial side of the operation is quite messy. Maybe you've hired someone to do your bookkeeping and taxes, but still don't have a clue where your beauty business stands. When you're eager to take control of your beauty business's finances, come join me where we'll peel back the curtain on all of the money skills you wish you learned in beauty school. I'm Michelle Cook, a former beauty school graduate turned licensed CPA, and this is the Perfectly Profitable Stylist Podcast. Hey there. Today, I want to talk to you about a tax strategy that will help you save in taxes and ensure that your children are millionaires by the time that they retire. But I want to caveat it with this tax strategy only makes sense if you have excess profit in your business. So if you're at a point right now where you're looking to make more profit because your business isn't really producing enough to take care of your needs, this tax strategy isn't going to work for you right now. It's still a great listen because it's something that you could apply in the future and it's a good thing to be aware of as a possibility, but you do need to have more than what your current needs are in terms of profit with your business. So today we're going to talk about hiring your children to work in your business. So Here's the deal. You can hire your child as long as they're under the age of 18 to work in your business and you do not have to pay any payroll taxes for their labor. They also don't have to pay any of their payroll taxes, which is Social Security and Medicare, often called FICA. Now, for federal taxes, there's something called the standard deduction. And basically what that means is it's a deduction that every single person gets no matter how much money they've made and they can use that against any of their income. So the end effect of that is that whatever the amount of the standard deduction is, you don't have to pay taxes on that money. And for 2023, that's $13,850. So if your child makes less than $13,850, they will not be subject to any federal taxes or any payroll taxes. You also will get a tax deduction for hiring them and paying out their payroll. So now you're paying less in taxes and you don't have to pay the payroll taxes. Now, I do want to say there might be some state taxes depending on what your state laws are, but usually state taxes are a lot less than the federal taxes. So now not only do you get a tax deduction and your child gets money tax free, but you're able to keep that money within the family to benefit the family because Let's be real, there's plenty of stuff that you were going to pay for for your child anyways. Maybe it's summer camps, maybe it's higher education, but now because your child's working, they can pay for those things themselves. And I know that all sounds great. It's like, okay, cool. I can get a tax deduction for that. Let me share where this actually gets juicy. Because your child has earned income, earned income meaning it's coming from a job where they're working, not like some kind of like passive income where they're just like earning interest in dividends off of investments, but earned income is when you've actually worked and labored to make that money. So your child has earned income. They are now eligible to contribute to a Roth IRA. So the reason why Roth IRAs are such powerful investment vehicles is because you can put money into a Roth IRA 
And when you pull the money out of a Roth IRA, you do not pay any taxes. Roth IRAs are really good, especially good when you're in a low tax bracket, which of course your child would be because they're going to be below that $13,850 mark. They're not really going to be paying taxes anyways. So they get the money tax-free when they receive it, they get to invest it. And now the principal and interest that accrues all of those years, once they take it out at an eligible age, is all tax-free as well. So I ran this through some calculators and I'm gonna share that calculator with you in the show notes so that you can maybe do your own math and figure out what would work for you and your family. But here's what I found. This year, you're allowed to contribute up to $6,500 to a Roth. And let's just say that you hired your child at the age of eight to do some work for you. During that year, they make $6,500. Let's say that they make $6,500 from eight to 18. So they had 10 years where they were able to contribute $6,500 into a Roth IRA. So at the end of those 10 years, they will have contributed $65,000 into an investment. Well, that's a lot of money. Now, because during that time, your child is earning interest on those assets appreciating, the value of that $65,000 when they are 18 years old is $103,000. Now, here's where it gets especially cool. Let's say that your child leaves that money in the Roth IRA, never contributes another penny, and then at the age of 65, they retire. That same $103,000 will then be worth $9.1 million, assuming a 10% annual return of interest, which is uh, very much an average that the S&P 500 has delivered to people. So it's it's not a crazy return rate. $9.1 million, guys. Like that's insane (laughs) that you could invest comparatively so little and end up with so much. Now, I do want to just like caveat this and explain the purchasing power of that $9.1 million isn't actually $9.1 million because as we all know, inflation eats away at money. So the purchasing power of that $9 million is actually $2.2 million. But that's how I want you to think of it. Someone can put money in at $103,000 and come out with $2.2 million just because they let the money sit for a long time. And this is why time is so much more valuable than money when it comes to investing because time works so much in your favor. All right, so now that you can see what a powerful vehicle this tax saving strategy is, let's talk about how to set it up and how it all works. So the first thing you need to know is that you have to hire this child through a sole proprietorship or a single owner LLC. This strategy doesn't work in S corporations because if you hire your child through an S corporation, then you have to pay payroll taxes on the income that you pay them, just like you do any other employee. So it's not that you can't hire them when you own an S-Corp. It's not that they can't contribute to that Roth IRA. It's just that the tax savings isn't as much because you are paying those payroll taxes, which then brings about some additional costs. 
So what happens is if you own an S corporation, you can set up a separate like management company that comes in and takes care of some administrative tasks. And that's the company that could hire your child. So if you're going to set that up, you're going to have payroll for a separate company and you're going to have a tax return associated with that separate company. So there could be some additional costs in that way. Now you also have to pay a reasonable wage. And what I'm trying to say is, no, you can't pay your child $100 an hour to sweep the floors in your salon. No, it's not going to cut it to pay your child thousands of dollars every single year just to be a model on your website. So when you're deciding how much to pay your child, it has to be a reasonable rate that you would be able to hire someone else to be able to do the same job. You're going to want to make sure that you keep good records when you're hiring your child. Because of course the IRS is looking at this and saying like, is this really reasonable? So make sure that you have records of when they're clocking in and out to work. And you also need to make sure that you're documenting the type of work that they're doing. The jobs that you give them need to be age appropriate, right? Like this work that like a seven or an eight year old can do in your business is going to be very different than what a 16 year old can do in your business. Here are some ideas. Your kid could do janitorial work. Your kid could stock inventory. They could write Christmas cards to your clients. They could post on social media. They could be working the front desk. So there are lots of little things that they can do but we wanna make sure that it's age appropriate and that the hours are also appropriate for the age that they're at, right? Like we're not gonna have a seven-year-old working 20 hours a week in our business, that would be a little crazy. You also need to make sure that any funds are getting deposited into your child's bank account. So just like with any other employee, you're going to do like some kind of direct deposit or check to pay them. Same thing with your child. The check needs to be made out in the child's name and they need to have their own bank account because what we don't want is for it to look like you're just using your child as a conduit to paying yourself tax-free. You still need to withhold income tax on that money and your child will need to file a tax return so that they can get a refund of that income tax. And lastly, make sure that you're following the laws, that the kids are getting breaks as they should within the laws of your state. Ultimately, the question here is, is this a tax strategy that aligns with the values of your family? Do you like the idea of instilling hard work within your children? Or maybe you might look at this and go, I mean, it sounds great, but I'd rather see my child work for someone else and have someone else be their boss telling them what to do because my goodness, it's hard enough to get my child to wash the dishes every night. Like I don't need to be on them about another job that they need to complete. This is where it's important that you're making decisions that are in line with your values and not doing something just for the purpose of saving taxes. And next you need to think about, does the math work out? Because if you're paying for your child to be on payroll, you're paying for an extra tax return, and now you're also paying for your child to file a tax return, does this all make sense? And I've kind of done this calculation with some of my clients where they say, well, I just want to, you know, a couple hours a week. I just want to hire my child a little bit and maybe they'll make like a couple grand a year. Well, here's the thing. If you're not going to basically go all in on this strategy, the math doesn't work out. And so just be aware that if you only want to hire your child for just like a little bit of work, it's probably not going to make sense to set up a separate management company to be able to run that. I hope this was helpful for you. And if it was, will you please consider leaving a five-star rating and review? So 
you can help other beauty professionals find us too.